Merhaba from the Keswick Village. This is the Rorschach Turkey update from the 11th of May, 2022. A quick summary of what's going down in Turkey. Last week, Ekrem Imalu, who is the mayor of Istanbul and the member of the opposition, the Republican People's Party, or CHP, toured the northeastern coast of the country as a part of his Ramadan Fest program and held public meetings with the locals. Imalu invited a large number of journalists with different political views to his tour. However, he made it to the headlines after a photo of him with pro-government journalists in his tour bus went viral on social media. Among the pro-government journalists was Nagahan Alchi, known for her provocative views on the opposition, Akif Beki, the former head advisor of President Erdogan, and Fatma Aksu, who works for the pro-government newspaper Hurriyet. Some were not happy with Umalu working with dissident journalists, but many others were supportive of the different shades of political opinions. Umalu said that he wanted to talk to dissident journalists who had been writing negative things about him in an attempt to defame his name. He added, quote, We can't change the country by ignoring the opposing views. I'd be happy to rehabilitate our views of each other, and I'm willing to make an effort to have a dialogue and move on in good terms. Following the tour, many people wondered if this was an undercover electoral campaign for the presidential election in 2023, as it's not typical for a mayor to tour the country. However, the spokesman for the CHP said that Umalu simply visited his hometown, Trabzon, and the surrounding cities to celebrate the Ramadan Fest. The People's Alliance, the opposition alliance that the CHP is a part of, hasn't announced their presidential candidate yet, but people believe Ekrem Umalu would be a good candidate. However, Umalu had previously said that he wanted the leader of his party, Kemal Kilic Dararu, to run for president. Now let's talk about the aftermath of the Gezi trials. Recall that earlier last month, Osman Kavala and seven other people were imprisoned for, quote, attempting to overthrow the government because of their participation in the 2013 Gezi protests, even though there was no concrete evidence against them. Following the convictions, many peaceful demonstrations have been taking place across the country. Most recently, a symbolic number of 888 people have expressed their solidarity for the eight convicted people in the Gezi trials by reporting themselves to the prosecutor's office for sharing the same values and actions of the convicted. They published a joint statement that said, quote, Whatever the convicts did during the Gezi protests, we did the exact same. We said the same words. If they are imprisoned for those, we should be imprisoned too. If they are guilty, so are we. We announced that our ideas and actions are in unison with them, and so we are reporting ourselves for prosecution. Moving on to some news on migration. The Presidency of Migration Management, which is a branch of the Ministry of Interior, announced that they are working on identifying and deporting illegal Afghani and Pakistani immigrants. The Istanbul branch of Migration Management announced that they've deported over 200 irregular immigrants on Saturday, the 7th of May. They added that they took legal action against more than 70,000 irregular immigrants last year. They also recorded that 25,000 irregular immigrants in the first five months of this year. Around 8,000 of those were deported through the Istanbul airport, and around 15,000 illegal immigrants were transferred to other branches of the migration management. On economic news, the Turkish lira has fallen against the dollar, with an exchange rate of more than 15 liras per dollar. Recall that in December 2021, the lira lost over 40% of its value. 
However, the government managed to keep the currency stable in 2022 by promoting schemes that encouraged people to buy and invest in Turkish liras, and by having the central bank sell large sums of dollars. Many people expect other intervention from the central bank to stabilize the Turkish lira. On that note, President Erdogan announced a new residential loan plan to combat both the housing crisis and the depreciation of the Turkish lira. He said that first-time home buyers will be able to take out loans of up to 130,000 US dollars from public banks with a 1% interest rate. He added that public banks will provide cheaper loans to those who wish to pay at least half of their loans by selling their gold to the central bank or converting their foreign currency savings to Turkish lira. Many people reported that homeowners increased the prices following the president's announcement and accused the homeowners of being greedy and opportunistic. Many believe that homeowners are acting in bad faith to make more money and that they are responsible for the housing crisis. Speaking of price hikes, following the depreciation of the Turkish lira, oil prices are rising once again. On Wednesday, the 11th of May, oil prices reached around 21 Turkish liras, around 1.3 US dollars per liter. Major cigarette companies, JTI, BAT, and Philip Morris announced a price hike of two Turkish liras or 10 cents per pack. Recall that earlier this year, these companies had increased their prices and the government raised the VAT on cigarettes, which resulted in a price hike of six Turkish liras or 40 cents. Currently, the cheapest pack of cigarettes is 25 liras, a little bit over 1.6 US dollars, and the most expensive one is 40 liras around $2.6. Now moving on to some pandemic-related news. Last Tuesday, on the 5th of May, the World Health Organization announced that between January 2020 and December 2021, almost 15 million people died as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, while the official count registered only 5 million deaths. So this 15 million is the estimated global excess mortality, which is, quote, the difference between the total number of deaths that have occurred and the number of deaths that would have been expected in the absence of the pandemic. The World Health Organization listed Turkey among the 10 countries that account for almost 70% of the excess deaths. In 2021, the government banned music after 12 a.m. as a part of the COVID-19 restrictions. While announcing the ban, the president also said, quote, no one has the right to disturb anyone at night, hinting that the ban had a different agenda than simply being a measurement against the pandemic. Turkey lifted almost all of the restrictions in March, with an exception of mask mandates on public transportation and in hospitals, and the ban on music past midnight. Many people, including musicians and other public figures, accused the government of using the pandemic as an excuse to impose their own reactionist ideologies on people. Following the recent attention the ban got on social media, the Ministry of Interior announced on Tuesday the 10th that music will be permitted until 1 a.m. However, many people believe that this is just the government trying to calm the public down with a false sense of contentment. Mehmet Sobaji, the director of Turkish radio and television company, best known as TRT, which is the national public broadcaster of the country, announced that they are creating an alternative streaming service to Netflix. He said that, quote, Social media has become a platform for disinformation, and public broadcasting is more important than ever now. The historical St. Girgos Armenian Church, best known as Serp Girgos Kilesesi in Diyarbakir, has opened for worship after seven years. The church was damaged during the Turkish Armed Forces 2015-2016 operations against the Kurdish Workers' Party, or PKK. The church was restored with the support of the Diyarbakir municipality and the Armenian community in the country. Sahag Mashalian, who is the Armenian Patriarch of Turkey, 
officiated the first Mass in the Church. He invited the Muslim population to the future Masses so that they can get to know the Armenian and Christian people they've been neighbors with for centuries. That's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We told you Turkey's top stories. Now it's your turn to tell your buds about Rorschach. Don't forget to subscribe and give us some feedback at turkey at rorschach.com or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rorschach Turkey. Hasakalin! Hasakalin!